Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Studio on iHeartRadio. My name's Jordan Runtog, but enough about me. My guests today play guitar for one of the most enduring and popular rock outfits on the planet. Not even several bouts with COVID can slow them down. Their new album came together in the excess downtime afforded them by the pandemic. Called Requiem, their 14th studio disc is something of a homecoming. The stripped back sound, captured on analog equipment, cuts straight to the heart. And Jonathan Davis's visceral lyrics make this one of the most affecting releases in years. Following in the wake of 2019's The Nothing, shaped by the emotional devastation in Davis's personal life, Requiem comes across like a catharsis. The lead single, Start the Healing, is an optimistic step towards a private peace. I'm so happy to welcome twin legends Monkey and Head from Corn. First things first, how are you both doing? Everybody feeling healthy and good, Monkey? I know you were under the weather a bit, uh, to put you know, it mildly, recently. Yeah, but I'm feeling better now, and um, thank God, knock on wood, and it's uh, it's just one of those things we're all having to live with now. Yeah. Dude, Monkey got COVID twice. Yeah. That is insane. Your immune system must be like... It's like... <laughs> We're going to test him. We're going to make him go out in the crowd and walk around 15,000 people tonight. See if he gets it. But uh, I got it two weeks ago, too. So I'm 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 past it. Oh, man. But you're, you're both feeling good. You're feeling uh, happy, healthy, optimistic. We're happy, healthy and optimistic. Yep. 
Oh, that is good to hear. I mean, that's so much to talk to you about. I mean, congratulations on Requiem. I can't wait for fans to hear this. Um, it sounds like it was a very different type of album to make for a number of reasons. I mean, part of the silver lining, I guess, of not being able to be out on tour for the last two years was that you could take more time on this album and really uh, focus and experiment. What was that process like? Man, for me, um, it was it was such a relief to get in a room with my friends and make music. And honestly, it was, it was like, uh, it, once we were all there together and we were able to figure out how to get everybody in the studio safely. And it didn't even matter, honestly, if we wrote any music, you know, cause it was just, we had been locked in this lockdown kind of a situation for a couple of months or maybe three months at that point. And we were just like, happy to see each other and, and hanging out and catching up with each other. I mean, eventually we pick up our instruments and we make great music together. Thankfully, when we hang out, that's, that's what we do. Uh, but yeah, it was a relief just to see one another and cause we didn't know what was going to happen, you know? Yeah. It must've been nice. I mean, if for nothing else, a change of scenery. <laughs> right. Yeah. And me and Ray did not, I mean, we didn't mind risking our lives for our friends and flying from Tennessee all the way to California when they, they could just drive their little cars to the rehearsal. And no, but there was, it was during the pandemic. So there was like 12 people on each plane. It was awesome. And wow. no stretch out. Yeah. No lines, no chaos. It was just really chill. And um, I remember when it happened and they locked us down, I was like, I didn't think we were going to be able to fly. I mean, it was so gnarly at the beginning. And um, I was like, finally, these guys like Jonathan and James, Fieldy especially, like they've never had time off, you know? And 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 uh, I mean, they, they have time off, but no more than probably like two or three months before something else has to happen with corn. And I yeah. was like, finally, nothing has to happen with corn. And they're forced to stay home, which was <laughs> I thought was a good thing. And it was. But then it turned into like, okay, I'm losing my mind a little bit here. Being the teacher, dad, hmm. uh, disciplinary, and all this to their kids. So what they were just on text going, we got to go do, we got to work, man. <laughs> da, 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 da. So that's it. That was a, it was like therapy for us. You know, just like music has always been therapy. It was like therapy for us. Oh man, I can only imagine. I I know uh, you mentioned the one thing that was a little bit about uh, different than about these sessions was that Jonathan was there from the get go as you're building the tracks, and he's been saying in interviews how cool it was to be there in real time and write in real time with you all. How did that dynamic impact the music with him being there? Oh, it was such a nice change of pace because you know it, in previous maybe three or four albums that we've done, he's been dealing with the other stuff, uh, and. Brian and I were always kind of like working um, in the dark in a sense, you know, we're always kind of creating something that we think he may like, and then we're sending him three or four songs and maybe, you know, we're not sure. And there's this uncertainty that we have. And with this, we were able to make changes and he's pairing off with Ray or he's pairing off with me, helping like a, um, a chord structure or something. And it was so much fun to have him in the room and see him so engaged and just uh, i'm seeing him you know w whisper song melodies into his phone while we're in the room jamming so that was really 
fun and different. And it made Brian and I like, look at this guy. Who is this guy? Look how <laughs> he's like a different person almost, you know, he's still Jonathan, but he's just in such a, a great place emotionally. And, 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 um, it's just nice to see. I must yeah. be encouraging too, just to see him like talking into his phone, putting up parts. It's like, oh yeah, what we're doing, this is good. Like it's, totally. it's turning on everybody else in the room too. Usually in prior albums, like when I came back, we were always good, but there was kind of a tension, a, a slight tension with what, like we wanted to do this guitar heavy corn like we did in the beginning. And I think he wanted it, but Jonathan liked other genres too. And so it was like, you guys go do your thing and I'll do my thing. And then our producer would play him what we wrote and he would go, I like that song. I don't like that song. That one's cool. And so what now he comes in and it's like, he fell in love with the heavy guitar stuff again. And he yep. like, sometimes he's like, let's do doom death metal right here. You know, it's like, uh, so awesome. And then, um, and he's in there every day. Just it's like I said, he was always down with us, but he would listen to the songs that we did. And so with his hand involved with what we're doing, he's got more like uh, energy and heart into it. And it just works better that way. That's how we started the band is doing it this way. Everybody in the room together. And, and it's just, uh, it took a minute, you know, once I came back to get back there, but I love it now. I love how it is with him coming in. Yeah. I, I loved the nothing, but this record felt, it felt more personal in a way. I mean, it felt more stripped back. It reminded me of the untouchables. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely had, it was important for us to, um, well, that, that era, I think because this, at the time we had this producer, Michael Beinhorn, who, demanded a, such a high bar for us to meet with 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 sonic sound the techniques that he used um also he he made us kind of you know we've learned a little bit from each producer i think and we've kind of collected all of this along through the years to um use now today and um in how we compose a song and i think brian and i are so much better and Jonathan at telling a story now in a song and what what we want to hear and what we want the listener to kind of get out of the song. And we never know until it's finished and we let people hear it. But for us on, on the creative side, um, I think, I don't know if I answered your question. <laughs> but it's a, a but it's a awesome uh, what you're saying, though. Thank you. Um, yeah, but it was just a, a process that we... Uh, you know, adopted from all these producers and we we're able to kind of put them all to use in, in this, in this session. Yep. Ever since Ross Robinson, producers have been just like teachers to us, you know, because oh. they, they're in the studio for a living over and over and over again. So they know a lot and they, and we learn a lot from them. And uh, I mean, I'll tell you what, each band that all these fans that listen to music, and every band that they love, if, if that band didn't have a killer producer, they would sound like shit. So <laughs> producers are so important for all these records that the world's are the world hears. 
Yeah, and you know, on this record, we had our producer, our friend Chris Collier, work with us, and he is so talented. He has such a great ear, and you know, he has his talent. One of the talents that he has, you know, he can play drums, and guitar, bass. He can run the computer and edit and mix. And I think one of the talents that he is really strong at and uh, was telling us. Uh, you know what? I've heard you do that before, and in a creative, oh, wow. con- constructive way, where it's not like, no, that sucks. But it, that's not a producer's job anyway. But you know, or I've heard that. I've heard you guys do that before. Um, can you know? And it really kind of pushed us to get out of our our comfort zone. Which you know, at this age, it's like you you kind of dig in and and you you get a little bit uh, set in your ways, and you know. So for him, he was able to kind of like, if you want to do something new and different, you know, I'm not trying to make you guys upset. I just, I want you to sound like old corn, but today, what people want to hear in 2022, you know, well, 2020 at the the time, but yeah. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. I mean, you mentioned all that, that you've learned from all these producers that you've worked with. And this is your, I think, 14th studio album. And you, you've been doing this a long time. You've learned so much. How do you keep these records sounding so fresh and excited and that that raw spontaneity that you had when you were first starting out is it because i imagine it must be 
tempting to over over intellectualize so much stuff when you you know you you you've learned your your studio pros now you know kind of what you want the sounds to be like structure of the songs there's a lot of musicians who you know Paul McCartney do, doesn't know how to read music and he doesn't want to because he thinks that would take some of the spontaneity out of it how do you kind of strike a balance between knowing how to achieve the sound you want while keeping it you know something that's really fresh from your soul i think two uh two points a our love for music. We love what we do still. Yeah. And B, it's our vulnerability on, and we get nervous every time we do a record because we want to do the best thing. So it keeps us humble, kind of like being like, uh-oh, you know, I hope we can deliver this time. You know, it's been, you know, are we going to run out of tricks? Are we going to run out of melodies or ideas and riffs? And That's so the combination of the humility and the unknown and the love for writing and creating and i'll I, i'll add to that and say see <laughs> um we we tend you know we trust each other so much creatively when we uh when brian has a, a riff idea or i have a riff idea or jonathan has an idea you know it's like huh we try to look at it from their perspective and think Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna step I'm gonna step outside of my cover. I want to learn. I'm gonna teach me what it is you're saying. Like, I really want to understand it. You know, um, so creatively, we've always we've always trusted each other when somebody has a, an idea, and it may feel uncomfortable at first. But some of those songs, I think of songs like "Got the Life." Some of our biggest songs, it was like, "Ooh, this feels uh, I don't know, man." <laughs> and uh, even like "Start the Healing." Um, that song, uh, these guys were like, what? You, you want, what, what do you want to do? Um, and then... And it's almost a number one song now. It's, it's like, amazing. Like, just that, two rock radio. Yeah, having that, having that trust and that mutual... I mean, every time we were like skeptical and then we go out on a limb to kind of like meet each other in the middle, it always brings like an amazing song and something really unique. Oh, I mean, Start the Healing is, is such an amazing track. Such a great way to kick off. You know, it was the first single from this record. Such a great way to bridge, you know, as the bridge from uh, from nothing to, to Requiem. It, the, the title takes on such a, a meaning, just knowing what, you know, what the, 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 the nothing had a lot of darkness to it. And so Start the yeah. Healing, I feel like that, you know, takes on a whole new level of meaning when you view it in, in juxtaposition with the last record you did. Exactly. It's it, It's like, you know, I, I look at Jonathan as like the voice and the leader of Corn. We're all like, you know, equal. We've created this together. But like, I don't know, his life kind of parallels to these records because it's his it's lyrics. You know, he does the lyrics. And when he came to us, he was given lyrics to sing by his band that he's working with. And we encouraged him, man, write your, you know, you're you're a songwriter you're a, you're a vocalist you know we encourage him to become an artist and he's been doing it ever since and uh yeah it just feels like a natural progression what happened on this record it's it has a lighter feel with the with the song um subject matter and it's still corn it's still intense but it feels like there's more hope and and less hopelessness you know last record was just like heavy and very like, dark yeah and that's how he felt. And he was going through it with his loss. And, and you know, he's he's healed and, and he's healing. And, and, and so it's, it's just, 
it's what's coming off of this record and through all of us i think we've all had some healing you know we all going through stuff everybody in this world is if you're not going through something really heavy then it's coming around the corner so <laughs> you know we're all in this together yeah and you know one of the things i wanted to say while it's, it's on my mind is um when early records when you know you have ross and and he's teaching us this jonathan in particular he's teaching all of us how to sort of express this anger and this and lay your your uh, your heart on your sleeve and that's how you make a great record and when we didn't quite understand that um in the beginning but uh seeing him work with jonathan on some of those early albums and him opening up and being able to access the that hurt and pain throughout the uh the albums throughout each album um has been such a strength for our our band um and its longevity and i really feel like jonathan helped kick the door open for people to talk about mental health oh absolutely and i don't think at the time i don't think a lot of people were talking about that and a lot of people gravitated probably towards the band because they felt like they weren't alone and here's somebody that's just get, laying their heart out for everybody and exposing his uh, his inner demons. And, and you know, a lot of people, was they were able to relate to that. And now 20-something years later, um, you know, I can see the progression of, you know, people open and willing to talk about, like, when they're not okay, you know. So I, I definitely feel like he helped pioneer that, you know, early. Yep. Oh, absolutely. I mean, your music has helped a tremendous amount of people. Is is there something that a fan can say to you where you think, you know what, I I, I know the, the hell that went into this song and how hard it was for all of us, but you know what, hearing this fan say this to me makes it worth it. Is, or is that something that, is that a validation you can even get externally? Is it just something in you having put that song out into the world and there's no one thing that a fan can say? I mean, for... When they, if they come up to us and say, you know, this song or you guys helped save my life, you know, we get that more often than not, you know, lately. Um, it's, it's just, you know, when we were kids, we grew up and we're like, yeah, we want to be rock stars and, and make music and songs and tour all over the world. But we didn't know we were going to have this extra golden caveat that, you know, that, having Jonathan able to access and, and put out his, his heart that this, this was going to be an, an extra like added icing on this cake, you know, to help people. So we're so grateful for that on top of everything. Yep. There, there are uh, just the depth on these tracks. It's, it's such an amazing album. One of my favorite tracks is uh, lost in the grandeur. I love the dynamics at play when it, when it speeds up and slows down. And I, I think you said that the riff has been around for a while. How did it finally uh, find a home on, uh, on this record? I don't know, man. I think, you know, head and I, we've been trying to get this, uh, uh, this song and this riff, which is the, the scratchy guitar thing. Um, we've tried it on a couple of albums, but, we never really knew where to take the song from there. And then we found this uh, this verse idea, which totally turns left and then builds up into this really melodic chorus. 
I think the course came first, and once we once we had that, we knew we had uh, found found a home for the song and a record for it to be on. Um, but oh man, it's it's definitely one of my favorite songs on the on the record. You know what? This is this is what happened. Last record, we had it, and it was good, and it. And it was it didn't get kicked out, but it just didn't get recorded vocally. And we listened to it this record, and we were like, "What? It sounds cool. Let's. Why didn't we use it? It's really cool." And then at the last minute, we recorded a new chorus. Yes, and we're like we're like the chorus is why it's it's stumped. Yeah. So we we put a new chorus on it, and it changed everything. What is it like between the two of you when you're working on guitar parts? How do you divide up the roles between you both? Do you start with the rhythm and then embroider it with some melody, or or is it just different every time? It's pretty different every time, which is makes it fun and, and challenging. This guy is always challenging me. <laughs> every I can think, I can actually I could think all the way back to like high school when he, he's just playing all these killer riffs, and I'm like, how do you play that? What do you do? How are you doing that? And what chord is that? And I'm still doing it today, even with all of this new stuff through the albums. But um, I think it, it comes organically. Like he'll write something or we kind of write stuff on the spot when we're um, in the rehearsal or the, the writing room. And if I write something, he'll add to it or he'll help make it better um, and make it feel like it's actually there's a beginning and an end to the riff and if i'm writing something on that or he'll add a really killer melody that just brings out the chords and everything um so it, it's a, just an organic process really i feel like lately it's been this guy like, like coming up with stuff he's like a machine it's it, i mean i'll have my moments too of, of course but every day i'm like oh my gosh another one another one another one and uh, yeah, it's crazy. It's cool to see because every record's different, man. And we just we just want the best song. That's it. And we don't care who writes it. You know, we yeah, don't care. That's true. Sometimes freaking uh, Chris, the producer, we come in and he's bored because we we roll in at two p.m. and he's up at freaking seven, and we're like, hey, I was just fiddling around with this, and then we'll change it a little bit, make it you know our own or whatever. It's just like. We have a friend that that had a uh, a writing thing on one of the songs. You know, we're just we like to collaborate nowadays. Before it was, you know, it's mostly us, obviously. Like, but we don't mind collaborating once in a while too, with whether it's a producer or or another writer or whatever. You know, a friend of ours that that we've known for years. It's fun that way, I think. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I'm mean, speaking of the production. I mean, you you used a lot of analog techniques when recording this record, recording right to tape. What was that like? That's really added. You you can sense just like there's a whole level of warmth. I feel like in the sound on this that is really apparent. Just I mean, I, I love all those old tube amps and stuff like that. Was that really uh, a game changer for you when you're working on this record? You know, Head and I were we are old school when it comes to our amp setups and our guitars and the way we like things. And, you know, for like amp modelers that they have, those are great for when we do overdubs because you can get kind of like this nice little sparkly overdub and stuff. Um, But when we set up our tape machine in the studio this time, there was just this kind of nostalgia that when we saw the red lights on and the, the reels rolling, we're like, this is what feels like it's because we know it's going to be challenging. It's not, uh, you can't really edit too much in the, you know, right away. Anyways, you got to kind of like nail it. Um, as far as, especially for Ray, you know, cause he's got to get it one or two takes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Cause there's no, there's not, you can't really edit drums as easily as you can vocals or guitar. So, but just seeing the, the red lights and, and everything and, and the, the, the reels rolling on there, was just like, this is fun and exciting. It just, it brought an extra layer of not only warmth sonically, but just like, it, it just did something like a, a good, it, we have good memories attached to that, those <laughs> visuals of those types of equipment. Oh, big time. Uh, another standout on the record for me was Hopeless and Beaten. Uh, to me, it's just such a, it's a different vibe, I feel like, from uh, so many of the other tracks on Requiem. I love the juxtaposition between the the darkness of the verses and then the really bright, melodic choruses. Uh, it's just so potent and haunting. Can you talk more about that song? It's so cinematic to me. That's, uh, on that song, that's the two, one of my, oh man, there's so many 
of my favorite moments, but me too. I mine changed like every other day. My my favorite song changes. I'd say the bridge parts on these on these songs are my favorite on um, Hopeless and Beaten. That bridge, it's like something we've never done, and it's like it makes me feel something powerful when I hear that. It's like it's so melodic, and then John has this like background vocals where he's just going. Oh, so good. And he says, nothing soothes the hurting only time. And it's just like, he meant that lyric so much, you know, because he's been through so much in the last couple of years. And and uh, and then the heaviness of it, it's like, we were thinking, let's do a doom metal death yeah. type style. But on the flip side, it had the most melodic and hopeful sounding bridge ever. And so... Yeah. One of my favorites, and and another one is uh, "Let the Dark Do the Rest." Has that bridge too? That's just something that Corn doesn't do, and uh, it's and it's so uh, refreshing, and and it's one of my favorite moments. And then the other one is uh, "Worst Is on Its Way." The bridge is just like it just makes me just want to rip people's face off. <laughs> yeah, it does get it gets down and and like grimy, kind of sludgy. It's funny, the first one, um, Hopeless and Beaten, like Head was saying, uh, we started out with that song because we wanted this kind of this epic intro with these big chords and like a cinematic type of thing. Uh, and then when you get to you get to the bridge portion of that song, it's uh, um, we, we were like, OK, let's go even deeper and darker with the with the guitars. And I remember. Um, it was feeling like this dark death metal thing. And then as soon as we heard the lyric or the vocals on it, we're like, what the, it changed. Like it just got like this dark melody that was just, it changed the whole, the whole vibe of the song and, and brought it up to just a, a higher bar that we were like, Whoa. Yeah. We were thinking to take it heavier and like darker and yeah. And, and but it ended up more, Melodic and yeah. uh, with his vocals, na 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 all that man. You know, it was like beautiful from a from like this crazy thing that we wanted to do. It it flipped and it made it even better than we were thinking. So go way, way to go, JD. Oh, I mean, I could just see. Uh, I hope you do a video for that song because it just seems so made for it. It is so big and cinematic. I could just see a movie playing in my head while listening to it. I hope is, is there any plans to do one at this point or not yet? Well, we keep going back and forth because like I said oh, different people have, you know, within the band and and, uh, and our management and, and label, they're like, oh, we should do a video for this song. And then the next week's like oh my gosh, everyone loves this song. We should do a video. I mean, we might end up doing videos for maybe most of the album because Right. It's just so good, I feel like. I think uh, there was an interview Jonathan Gabery said that it was uh, recording this record was the, the best experience that he'd had making an album. Do you guys agree with that? Was it similarly fun for you? Wow. That's amazing. I, I think he probably, uh, just because he's so present, you know, he's so in a different mind space. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, he told us yesterday, actually, he's like, I, I, I can't do it. I can't make a record any other way now. I have to be there when you guys are writing. It yeah. was so much fun. 
And we were at rehearsal yesterday, and he was he was just telling us that because yeah. after we were we're rehearsing the new songs, and we after we finished it, he was like that. We were like, oh my god, it felt so good to play a song. And they were yeah asking each other like, how do we write that? <laughs> yeah. We have to relearn the things that we that we wrote. Sometimes it takes a minute, and uh, also Jonathan, what he did that he's probably loving as well is that he we, there's no synth on this record at all. If you if you think you're hearing synth, it's his vocals because he's what? done. He, he's or done there's a, a guitar effects layer yeah, too. Or guitar. He's done a symphony of vocals on this record, and it sounds like a synth. Like it's crazy. Like just yesterday we were at rehearsal and he showed me we we're we we're listening to the the tracks of the song like separated. He goes, I go, I always thought that was a synth or some kind of a trick he did. And it's like wah, 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 wah. Yeah. It was him. Yeah, it was like, him going, oh, ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can start the healing when you hear the build part, uh I always remember there was a joke inside joke where we uh, used to play around and, and Brian used to do this thing where he goes, ah, ah, ah. And <laughs> it reminded me of this funny thing that Brian used to do. It. And I was like, oh, that's him, you know. But you think it's a synth. Totally. It, it sounds yeah. like that. I thought it was. This whole time I thought it was, but it's him. Wow. That, thing, that you is know, amazing. When we started also, it was like this quick conversation, literally like, 10 seconds it's like you know we should probably just keep only us like the corn like you know not have any programming and just guitar bass drums vocals and that's it and we're just like yeah that's that's a great idea we should just do that and uh, not have anybody outside and you know clutter it up with too much programming and you know let's just keep it to the core and i feel like we we stay true to our our uh our wishes at that you know you must be raring to get back out there and, and uh, play these for fans. What's uh, what is next for you after this uh, this album comes out? Oh, I'm gonna take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yep, because we're we're getting ready to to you know spread the word, and we're a lot of work. We've been you know just rehearsing. Like we just released the the uh, information about our event coming up with the. Yep. Um, about the, uh, the yeah the requiem mass so we've been massively rehearsing for that and uh, a lot of work so I'm gonna do these shows and just uh, and we have a uh, we have a get tour. ready oh get ready for the March tour yeah yeah March tour with Chevelle and um, Code Orange Code Orange thank you and um, and then we have plans to do there's a festival in May I think it's Welcome to Rockville. And uh, that's going to be good. I saw the bill on that. It's like Foo Fighters, Kiss, Guns N' Roses, Corn. Yes. That's a good mix of uh, bands to be associated with. Right. And that was that was nice to be, you know, included with such heavyweights like that. Yep. Um, it's, it's, uh, it feels like a, a new era for the band, for sure. We're entering into a... You know, the stuff we've always dreamed about. Um, but after that, we'll go to, we're going to go to Europe and do some big festivals and some our own shows. And then uh, in the summer, probably back in the States at some point, we got a full year of, you know, 
we got a lot of we got a lot of fans we need to go see. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be really great to be back out there and actually make that connection in person. I know you had that amazing virtual concert, Monumental, uh, but I, I know that probably is no substitute for the real thing for you guys. Yeah, just connecting with people, I feel like that is, you know, one of our our strong points, I think, is, is the live show. It really connects people to the, not only to any band, but with Corn, we've always we've toured so much and um they get to be there as we recreate these albums and songs and feel like just that it, it just is very sort of primal kind of a tribal experience you know when you come to a corn show it's just raw emotion you know oh man we can't wait to get you back out there and see you soon thank you so so much for your music and your time today really means the world to me thank you so very much right on. thank you jordan appreciate it we hope you enjoyed this episode of inside the studio a production of iHeartRadio. for more episodes of inside the studio or other fantastic shows check out the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.